Welcome to the Sykes Bottom Line Pharmacy Podcast, your regular dose of pharmacy CPA advice to fuel your bottom line, featuring pharmacists, key vendors, and other innovators. Your accounting is a mess. There's no need for you to stress go online. All right, guys. Well, you know, this week we had uh, some big news come out of Washington, which was unexpected. Um, I can tell you from... From our standpoint, CPAs tracking Washington, this one really came out of left field, surprised a lot of folks. The Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, um, very political uh, divide here, 51 uh, Democrats uh, and independents, I think two independents voted for this bill out of the Senate uh, with Kamala Harris, VP, breaking the tie vote. No Republicans signed on to it. Um, goes to the House this week. Expected to be passed by the House Friday. The is that the twelfth of August here. Um, <clears throat> and so I guess we got a new tax bill. Uh, it's looking that way. That's going to come come more, uh, more tax fun, right? More, more tax. Yeah, I was fun. hoping we were going to finish out the year without anything new, but. Can I say this? Some people have said, hey, we haven't seen a lot of new videos. Well, there hasn't been a hundred changes every week like last year. That's true. That's true. But now I guess we got to kind of gear up to see what's going to be happening pretty soon now. Yep. Yep. So, you know, this kind of brings back a little PTSD, (laughs) I must say, (laughs) because through the COVID uh, crisis, the bills that were being passed and the changes was just uh, overwhelming. And thank goodness we specialize here with pharmacies because we could take those bills and look at it. How does this impact pharmacy? Uh, If you're out there servicing all kinds of industries, uh, you know, I can't imagine um, how folks did that. But so anyway, we're here with a new bill. Looking like uh, it's going to get through. Uh, President Biden will sign that um, most likely. Um, it does have some health care components to it, which the NCPA has pushed out some of their content on what they're learning and and going through there. Um, so that should be interesting to see how that all unfolds uh, for sure, because there's quite a bit in there can delve with. Um, yeah, with the NCP, they have a pretty a good article, came out August 7th, um, Senate Democrats passed climate tax and health care bill, what are the implications for pharmacies? So definitely I would check that out. Um, I did notice that it seems, I mean, even this just came out two days ago, still some changes because they include this $35 cap in there. But uh, my understanding is that that cap didn't make it through. So it's ever evolving. But um, that is a good good article to check out. Mm-hmm. Certainly is. Um, but on the other side, outside of the healthcare, you know, a lot of tax changes or updates in here as well. Um, so just want to run through a few of those uh, here on today's call. And uh, Bonnie, we'll start with the fifteen um, percent corporate minimum tax on financial statement or book income. Now this doesn't apply to this is not going to apply to your pharmacies, but um, this does create a whole host of, of concerns here for for CPAs and the AICPA and um, reporting uh, reasons. Just just so everybody know, what what do you 
why would not it why would it not apply to pharmacies you think just to make sure yes just um, that I believe it's a billion dollars is is the kind of the cap on who this applies to now that being said who's to say this doesn't completely change to a million dollars one day right okay. so this could get your foot in the door with yeah, part of it it can right. change they, those thresholds they expand and then the whole game could change um cuz now you're mixing the accounting side that's usually independent of all congressional tax items. So now you're mixing these two. Um, so in my opinion, this is, this could, this is a, not a good thing. Um, tax that, policy a, and accounting policy and procedures and things like that should not be mixed. Um, yeah. So that's a concern. I agree. Uh, especially if this, you know, continues to uh, expand, which uh, it wouldn't, surprise me that is an interesting point because um bringing out it says financial statement income yep so generally from a tax perspective your tax income you know financial statement income can be two completely different things like for example one thing that's kind of sweeped uh, a lot of our clients a lot of people in the pharmacy industry is they're cruel to cash adjustments people kind of get a little confused with that is and that's basically you're able to have the accrual for your financial statements and then your cash basis for tax. So in this right here, this is saying that regardless of any tax adjustments or tax savings type things you do for tax, you could still be taxed based on the financial statement income. So that is just to kind of clarify, that's, I mean. Can you imagine how earth shattering difficult and muddy that's gonna be for us <laughs> if that comes into fruition there? Wow. It's, it's yeah, it's a mess because now you're going to have accounting policy that's going to be interconnected with congressional debate and policies and you know th these things need to be independent so it's going to it's going to be um interesting how that unfolds also we got the um uh 1% excess tax on corporate stock repurchases nothing um obviously for pharmacies there um they did um, keep in the carried interest rules, um, which is raising the revenue for this bill, um, yeah. which pretty much um, lengthens the long-term capital gain treatment um, for these hedge fund um, type entities. Uh, let's see here. What else we got in here, guys? We got... Um, I'll tell you a big one. Now, this one's going to impact pharmacies. So this needs to get the attention of pharmacies here. Um, is there's $45.6 billion of additional funding for IRS enforcement. Uh, the plan being they're going to hire 87,000 auditors. Um, wow. And that's going to open up. And, and this has been a hot topic in the accounting uh, community here, tax community. Now, this is going to open up a flood of audits and uh, costs for taxpayers to defend those audits. Um, and so um, intrusion, if you want to call it, you know, it's just, it's just really going to pick up. Uh, now, when we look at the $45.6 billion of, of enforcement for the IRS uh, funding, only $3 billion for taxpayer services. And if you're a pharmacy out there right now, you know all you, everybody knows the IRS is a complete uh, upside down in terms of taxpayer service. Uh, can't get on the phone. Um, you know, 
the, the list goes on and on with the IRS taxpayer services. So three yeah, billion for that right now. Forty six billion for enforcement. Totally lopsided, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah the taxpayer Need services. Service. That, yeah. For example, they said that ten. I, I, I saw on a AICPA update um, that ten percent of calls were actually received currently. So that means it. that actually sounds high. Yeah, no. So if you have a, a notice and there was a lot of erroneous notices sent out regarding payments and things like that, where the IRS sent notices and it's not actually accurate. And then mm-hmm. you try to get on the phone with somebody only 10% of the time. Can you actually get through to a human yeah. being, let alone to resolve the issue yeah. just to get through. So um, that's been huge. And Scotty, I got to pick your brain a little bit more. So you said it, but I want you to kind of clarify. You said the auditing opening up audits is going to be a big expense. How, how is an audit when you get audited? How does that create a big expense? Just in case people. Well, yeah, you're going to have never experienced an yeah, audit. You know, you're going to have to hire your CPA. Um, all these taxpayers out there are going to have to hire their CPA to defend them in their audit um, and prove their innocence and prove what they've reported and all that good stuff. So um, that can cost. Yeah, that can cost them uh, a lot of money, especially if you get. Um, even if everything's okay, you're still even if to you are totally clean, for the you help. still have to go yeah. through this whole process. Um, not to mention if, if a mistake happened to be made or there was an error somewhere, you know, the penalties and interest that you'd have to potentially make up there. So, um, and of course, you know, sometimes there are some fraudulent items out there. That's important, uh, as well. Um, very important, but taxpayer service, come on. I mean, even even the Congress knows all about taxpayer service issues. You know, uh, congressmen uh, with some of our clients have been involved fixing IRS issues. It's been so it's been so bad. So um, I was hoping to see more on the taxpayer service side. I mean, they're still using computers from the 70s. <laughs> you know, there's it's just there's a lot of work there. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's why sometimes um we'll get a letter from the IRS and clients say, Hey, we got this letter. What's it about? Sometimes it's about something we've already answered and sent correspondence to the IRS five, six months ago, and they just haven't gotten to it yet. So it's it's hard to believe, but you know, sometimes we get letters about things that should have been resolved almost six months ago. So yes, huge issue. Huge. It is. Mm -hmm. And Bonnie, we got a lot of uh, clean energy in here. Your favorite topic. There is. Well, yeah, there is a, I think it was, this is the biggest investment in climate and energy to date, it says. It is. It is. There's a lot in here. Um, I guess a few notables for pharmacies would be um, the clean energy and efficiency incentives for individuals. So um, the energy property, it credits, um, Energy efficient home credits. Um, So there will be a lot to unpack here. And there's been a, you know, a lot of the credits already out there are being expanded um, as well. And in addition to the clean vehicle credits as well, um, you'll be able to uh, get a credit for a uh, electric vehicle, um, even if it was previously owned, which is new. yeah, oh, that's good. So there's there's a there's going to be a lot in here to unpack, and some of these obviously will impact some pharmacies out there. 
Yep. Lots of opportunity. We just have to see the details when it's all finalized. So, <clears throat> oh, also want to mention the, um, if you are a compounder out there getting into compounding, Bonnie, this reminds me of one we talked to the other day, um, that R&D tax credit could be something for new compounders um, or any compounders really, but um, for new ones, you can use the credit against payroll tax. Um, they've expanded in this area. So new compounders out there, um, definitely pay attention to that. That could be an area um, that is uh, important to you for sure. Yes. And um, I think some of those items that listed from the healthcare perspective that are included in the budget, obviously we're more tax and accounting, but long-term they could have some impacts on what we're seeing with drug oh, costs, sure. but I think that's left to be seen. Um, there was a mention that there's going to be some negotiating prices that's going to be able to be done for Medicare mm -hmm. Part D that starts in 2026. So um, some caps on some out-of-pocket expenses and things like that. Caps on out-of-pocket expenses for those Medicare Part D beneficiaries who are seniors at $2,000 per year starting in 2025. Um, I guess you could wonder if, hey, are they going to increase the drug costs in other places that they're losing in one area? Uh, that's something that that'll be to be seen and we'll kind of wait and see how that impacts, but definitely is going to be interesting to see in the next decade or so how these changes actually impact the pharmacies at the independent level, because all of these things are scripts that are being um, filled at our independent local neighborhood pharmacies. That's right. Absolutely. So the bottom line, I think we, we're, we're there. The bottom line, Scotty. the bottom line is, um, we got some new some new tax uh, stuff and uh, healthcare stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think the bottom line for the tax perspective, fifteen percent is not going to impact most of the pharmacists watching us unless you're making a billion yeah. dollars. So I if think you're that's making a billion line, dollars. That. Call me and we'll <laughs> teach yeah. us how to do yeah. it. Yeah. So, but it could have some impact it could, later down the it road. It could. And, and yeah, the IRS yeah. enforcement issue uh, versus the taxpayer services, um, you know, uh, we'll have to see. That's not a positive no, for anybody. I mean, <laughs> we'll have to see what happens <laughs> All there. the way around. It, it, it is crazy, yeah, you know. Especially 47, $46 billion for enforcement, but $3 billion for taxpayer services. I mean, you think it'd be like. Maybe once they get it at. Maybe once they get in there, they'll move people around. Well, it's it's in there. <laughs> you know, you have to spend this money on funding for IRS enforcement. Oh. I guess if anybody's taking stances, you know, we see a lot of tax returns never been audited, but you look at it and you know it's not right. Um, well, there's, exactly. If, yeah. if you take an aggressive stances, well, there's $46 billion investment to start looking at stuff. So, um I think that's another yeah. bottom line, too, just because you yeah. haven't got audited. Might want to reevaluate your pay risk. Attention yeah. to your, just you haven't got yeah, pay attention to who you, your uh, accountants are and um, what you're doing and the stances you are taking because 
Uh, That's how I always did it. Might not be the same because things are going to be some uh, knocking on the doors. It looks like for a lot of folks here. Um, And of course the energy credits and, and we'll do guys, I'm sure we'll do some episodes kind of breaking down those energy credits as we learn more about those and, and see how those are going to impact pharmacies in particular. And I'm, I'm real interested to see about the clean energy items and, um, for the, for the pharmacy yeah. buildings themselves and, and see how that falls. But yeah, got a lot, um, lot here, uh, more, more work to be done to, to learn about, but we'll, um, we'll be sure to break it down for you guys out there. And, um, for the pharmacy bottom line, for the bottom line pharmacy podcast, um, Scotty Sykes, <laughs> Kendall Harris and Bonnie Bond. And we will <laughs> talk to you next time. <laughs> Your paychecks, check. Your quick books, check. Your checks, yes. <laughs>